Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. On this first weekend of 2023, where is the price of oil going and thereby dragging along the price of gasoline and diesel for the balance of the year? How much more might we be paying at the pumps? And just as importantly, how much more will trucking firms be paying for diesel, since literally everything owned by Canadians arrives by truck. Now, the first person I heard that from is the person we're going to talk to now, my good friend Ron Foxcroft, the owner of Fluke Transport in Hamilton, Fox 40 Industries, and of course the inventor of the Fox 40 whistle, and all of the other products that go along with Fox 40, one of Canada's premier entrepreneurs, and member of the uh, the Order of Canada, Colonel Foxcroft, honorary colonel in the military, has done so much for so many in this country. Fox, um, how are you? And what's it cost? Now, let me start right with the, the nuts and bolts. What's it cost to fill up one of your 18-wheelers? Well, Roy, your listeners may or may not realize that um, we burn diesel fuel. We don't burn gas. And, and one of the challenges that we face right now is there's, there's quite a price differential between gasoline that most people, many people put in their car and the diesel fuel that we put in the, uh, in the trucks. Our trucks, uh, we have, uh, depending on the time of the year, 125, 150 trucks that run uh, good miles uh, and, and deal with many challenges such as gridlock. But the, uh, the average tank is uh, 200 liters, and we usually have two tanks in a truck, so it's 400 liters. And and with the price of diesel fuel uh, hovering around two and a quarter to 240, uh, every time you fill up, which is often, is uh, going to cost if it's empty uh, about a thousand dollars. So wow. it's a a very very significant cost. In particular, when you multiply it times 125 or 150 trucks. I was actually interested in listening to Dan McKeg because he is, uh, without a doubt, uh, Roy, uh, one of the foremost authorities on where the price of energy, fuel, diesel, gasoline is going. And um, I listen to him every week because it's really important that we anticipate where the price is going. And, and I'll tell you the reason. At our company, um, we truck consumer goods. So they go into warehouses, big box stores, grocery stores, and pharmacies. So that cost uh, has to, it's a difficult situation. It has to be passed along to the consumer. So it's very important that we, as a strategy, know where the price is going. Number two, that the consumer out there that's using the products that's going into the various retail stores know where it's going. Why there today is such a significant difference in the price of gasoline that many people put in their car and the price of diesel fuel that we put in our trucks. It's very, very significant. Uh, In particular, 
I'm in in uh, the GTA in Ontario, and it's about sixty cents a liter. Uh, uh, Roy, that is a significant amount of cash yeah. uh, of cost that uh, we have to pass along. So, so Fox, so let, let me let me just ask you. So, I'm trying to do the math here because I know our listeners are doing the same thing. So, a thousand bucks to fill up a truck. Yep. 120 trucks. Yep. You fill them up several times a week. Yep. So uh, what's your, if I may ask, what's the monthly on that? Well, it's significant, Roy. 125 times 1,000 if you fill up three times a week. Um, 375. Yeah. It's it's a significant amount of money. Now, Roy, Worth it's also important that we know where the cost is going next week, next month, in six months, in three months, because... There are strategies that we have to implement to contain our costs because, you know, the last thing in the world you want to do as a trucking company is harm the consumer because, uh, as you stated so well in your introduction, the everything that we receive, almost everything we receive, we deliver it in a truck. If it comes in by air, by ship, by rail, God bless them. But ultimately, it has to get to the, the warehouse, the store, the retailer, the home, and it has to get there by truck. So it's really important. Some of the strategies uh, that, that your listeners may appreciate, you're going to see more evening pickup and deliveries to avoid the gridlock. You know, idling is a very expensive proposition. For example... If you go 100 kilometers in the GTA uh, and you're involved in gridlock, that that 100 kilometers uh, should take you an hour. But at times when you're involved in gridlock, it'll take you two hours. So you have to you have to implement a strategy. And we are going to see a lot of pickups now and deliveries between 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. to keep the cost down. Idling is terrible. Not only is it terrible for the economy, it's very terrible for the environment as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. All right. The price of gasoline and diesel, and we're talking diesel now, because we're speaking trucking with Ron Foxcroft, the chairman of Fox 40 Industries, the owner of Fluke Transport in Hamilton. And uh, we all know that everything in our homes, right? We can say it together in, in tandem as, as a chorus here. It all arrives on a truck. So, Ron, when we talked about trucking last year with you and uh, Mr. Carruth, one of the challenges that you were facing, several, several challenges, there was cross-border issues, there was also the price of fuel, but there was also uh, the challenge of trying to find drivers, and that was a really big issue for trucking firms. Is it still, what are the, what are the three greatest challenges you face as an industry now? I would say the three biggest challenges, Roy, are exactly what you just said, finding drivers and, and maintaining drivers. Uh, we're an aging population in terms of truck drivers. So it's, it's still a challenge. However, I must applaud our federal government. The federal government recently have announced that they're going to spend significant money for training privileges for truck drivers to get into the trucking industry. That is an absolute godsend to us that uh, the federal government, the first thing is you can't solve a problem if you don't recognize the problem. Problem is we're aging as an industry. 
And we have to recognize that we need training for people that are getting into our industry as truck drivers because paramount in trucking, Roy, is safety. So the person you put in that truck behind that wheel has to be well-trained and has to be very Mm -hmm. cognizant and respect that paramount in our industry is safety, not only for the truck driver, but for the the people, the other people that are on the road. Right. So, so it's a big problem, Roy, getting drivers and maintaining them. Okay, so if you get past that and you have the drivers you need and understand the problem, it's going to take time to resolve. What's the next issue? Where does the supply chain fit in now? How difficult is the supply chain issue for, for you, the truckers? Roy, a good question, and right now the answer to that, it appears that people in manufacturing have the same problems, labor problems, that we have in the trucking industry. Mm -hmm. People in manufacturing, they tell us they're having trouble hiring people, maintaining people. You see, Roy, there's there's a lot of people now since the pandemic that want to work from home. Well, you can't manufacture a widget working at home. You can't drive a truck or work in a warehouse or package manufacturing parts working at home. So the, the, the problem in the, in the supply chain, it starts right with the manufacturer. The manufacturer has difficulty getting labor. Mm-hmm. The other thing, Roy, I'll just give you an example. For us in the trucking industry, it's very difficult to get parts. In other words, I don't know if you've taken your car in recently for repairs, but if you do take your car in for repairs, don't be surprised if the mechanic at the repair shop says, Mr. Green, we'd love to fix your car, but it's going to take 90 days to get the parts yeah. required to yeah. fix your car. I'll tell you something. Car. I ordered my winter tires in June because I knew there was going to be a slowdown. And it turned out to be prophetic. I was lucky that I got my tires when I did. Yes, and this is January, so you were very lucky. So the first thing, we have to repair our trucks. You know, they're, they're not computers. They break down. So there's a, a, a great difficulty. Number one, our biggest problem, labor. Our second problem is gridlock. Our third problem is diesel fuel, the cost of diesel fuel. And I really need to understand why the, the discrepancy in diesel is so much. In March, it'll be my 40th anniversary in the trucking business. And as recent um, as, say, four, four years ago, diesel fuel was less expensive than gasoline I remember. To put in the car. I remember. Now it's 60 cents more. Yeah. The other thing, getting trucks, getting trailers is really difficult. So when you compound the labor problem, the getting parts problem, getting trailers, getting trucks. Now, I will say this. I need to compliment the government. The, the gridlock at the border has improved. The situation, cross-border trucking, it has improved since the last time we talked. I, I was on your so they're, show. So, so they're doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. The government has stepped up. And like I say, I applaud them. You can't solve the problem if you don't recognize the problem. So um, it's not perfect. Nothing, nothing in, in uh, transportation is ever perfect. But at the border, cross-border, it has improved. But the other things, cost of diesel, gridlock, and parts, and, and so on. And, and uh, I feel sorry for the manufacturers yeah. because they just can't get people 
to manufacture Fox. the parts. Not everything can be manufactured by a robot. How does this then, if we take this big picture that you've painted for us, we have a better idea, a better sense of what the trucking issues are in 2023. We knew what they were in 2022 from our programs then. Here we are in 2023. Things have improved at the border, but there's still a massive issue as far as getting drivers is concerned. The cost of fuel is a major issue. Supply chain is an issue. How is this now going to affect the person at the other end of the scale? So it's the consumer. It's me. It's our listeners who are saying, I, I need this, whatever it is, whether it's groceries, whether it's medication, whether it's, you know, parts for a car or a truck, as you've said, their own personal transportation. What's the future look like uh, when, for, right, for the consumer? I'm a wise guy, but, you know, there's a lot of economists out there that do an amazing job and they predict the economy going forward. If you really want to predict the economy going forward, talk to a trucking company. We can tell you right now. So what's the future? We, we can tell you how the costs are going up for the goods that we truck into the big box stores that the, co the consumer has to purchase. So your best uh, prediction uh, from an economist is, is, is really good. Talk to a trucker, because I would have to say, Roy, I'm just going to take a stab at this. I know where our costs are going. They're going through the roof, and I would predict that... Going to the grocery store in 2023 is going to cost you between 7 and 10% more money than it costs you. And that's a prediction. And, and I'm, I'm not a qualified economist, but it's going to cost 7 to 10% more money to go to the grocery store in 2023 than it did last year. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.